Welcome to episode 40 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Have you checked out C-Suite Radio? On the Schmooze is a C-Suite Radio headliner. C-Suite Radio is a hub for business podcasts. It's part of C-Suite Network, and they also have C-Suite TV, where you can watch in-depth interviews with business content for leaders and entrepreneurs. The good news? It's all on demand. Check it out at c-suitetv.com and c-suiteradio.com. Now, onto this week's show. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Stephanie Chung. This week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights for me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find the work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing the Cliff Notes version of my new book, which will be available in July. The book is called Croissants vs. Bagels, Strategic, Effective, and Inclusive Networking, the conference edition. I encourage you to download the transcript of today's tips so you can easily reference them or share them. Visit onthechmooze.com and look for episode 40. Over the last few months, I've been working on a new book and, in the process, asking my network to share their problems networking at conferences. Over and over, I received questions that could be boiled down to, how do I get more value out of the experience of going to conferences? It's a lot of time and money, and I'm never sure how to meet people while I'm there. Maybe I shouldn't bother going. Maybe you've asked yourself a similar question. Conferences are expensive and time-intensive, but I wouldn't recommend avoiding them altogether. What you need is a strategy that will boost your confidence and help you feel your time and money were well spent. To be strategic, you need to have a plan. To have a plan, you need to do some research. Before doing anything, you need to get very clear on why this event, this specific event, is one you should be attending. If you're only going because you, quote, have to, and you don't put any effort into a strategic plan, then it's likely you will not feel the event was valuable enough for the time you spent there. Who do you hope to meet? What do you hope to learn? What inspiration are you looking for? Answer these questions by doing some research and aligning this event with your personal and professional goals. A good place to start would be to figure out who's attending this event, either a specific attendee list or, in general, who attends. If you know someone who has attended this conference or currently attends, you can ask their advice about whether it would be a good fit. Even if you can't access the attendee list, you'll know who is on the host committee, organizing team, speakers, and honorees, all of which will help you determine if this is the right event for you and if there are specific people you'd like to connect with. What I suggest you do next is draft your follow-up email. That's right. Before you leave for the event, draft your follow-up email. This will require you to get clear on who you want to meet, either specifically or in general, and what you'd want to talk to them about. Drafting this email will also help you think through your elevator pitch and personalize it for this particular event. 
Most people are not very good at follow-up. They amass business cards, but that's not the goal of networking. The goal is to build relationships, and that requires connecting after the event. The other piece of this is keeping track of the business cards you collect so you can prioritize who you follow up with. Simply turning down the corner of the card is helpful. Adding a note about what you discussed, what resource you or they had agreed to send, and where and when you met will be very helpful. This will also allow you to easily distinguish these priority business cards when you get home. If you keep track of the cards you want to prioritize and have a follow-up message drafted already, you'll be able to send follow-up messages with ease. You'll find detailed steps for drafting your follow-up email prior to going to the event in episode 16, titled Networking for Introverts. I'll include the link in the show notes. Of course, all of this is for naught if you don't approach people while at the conference. If you lurk on the sides of the room or bury your nose in your phone while waiting for the presenter to start the next breakout session, you're missing out on the opportunities in the room around you. Conferences hold a promise of in-person connection with like-minded colleagues, and this promise will only become true if you make the effort to have a strategy and to actually meet people. Since you've done your homework, you know this is a great event to meet potential clients, meet leaders in your field, or find people to create mastermind group with. So now you need to go over and talk to that tight networking circle. You know, the ones where everyone's huddled shoulder to shoulder and no one notices that you're standing there. I know that's not very easy to do. So before trying to tackle one of those hard to break into networking circles, which I call bagels, look for groups of people who are more loosely gathered. Look for groups that have a bit of an opening. I call these groups croissants. When you're in one of those networking circles yourself, Make an effort to open up your own body language so others can join in. That person may be able to pay your generosity back later on when you're approaching a group that they're in by letting you join the circle. For more on my Croissants vs. Bagels networking tip, which is the stickiest concept from my Art of the Schmooze training, listen to episode 8. You'll find the link in the show notes. Yes, it can be daunting to go and talk to people you don't know, but don't hesitate more than three seconds before going over to them. That's right. You get three seconds to be nervous. And more than that, you'll just talk yourself out of going over at all. So what do you say when you walk over? Start a conversation very simply by introducing yourself. My preferred opening line is, Hi, my name's Robbie. Now, of course, I suggest you use your own first name, right? Follow up with an open-ended question. For instance, what sessions are you most looking forward to attending? Or what has been most memorable so far? I also recommend prepping an answer to the ubiquitous what do you do question, which I urge people to stop asking. Instead of saying your job title and company in response to that question, try something like, I help blank do blank, or I inspire blank do blank. Play around with that syntax and see what works for you. Have a couple of quick stories ready that illustrate the positive impact your work has on the world. This should be able to really engage you in a conversation quickly. Going into an event with this prep work done will help you be more confident, and you will know that there are a lot of possibilities in the room. You'll make the most of the opportunity to engage the people in person, and will do the follow-up that leads to further connections down the road. You will stop wasting time networking and start building relationships. Do you host a conference or convention and want your attendees to feel that your event was incredibly valuable because of all the connections they made? 
I work with associations and companies to design events that increase engagement and create a welcoming culture for all attendees, especially your first-time attendees. The result is that long-time attendees, presenters, and board members have a host mentality, and all attendees have the tools to strategically build relationships and their professional network at your event. If you want to increase ROI for your attendees, and therefore their retention, email me and we'll schedule a call. Email Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. That's R-O-B-B-I-E at R-O-B-B-I-E-S-A-M-U-E-L-S dot com. I would love it if listeners join the launch team for my book. If you'd like to receive an advanced copy in exchange for an honest review, send me an email. Again, that's Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. Thanks again for listening to the solo episode of On the Schmooze. Want an easy way to save the tips in this episode? Download the transcript so you can easily print it or save it to your files. To get started, visit the show notes at ontheschmooze.com. Look for episode 40. If you want to discover other business podcasts, check out C-Suite Radio at c-suiteradio.com. We'll find On the Schmooze in good company with other C-Suite Radio headliners. I want to sincerely thank all of you who've already subscribed and left a rating and review on iTunes. By subscribing and leaving a rating review on iTunes, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you in advance and look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built a strong professional network on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.